Oh, bless your name, Jesus. I pray and hope that you feel the same way this morning. I've got God on my side and I can't turn back. I have no thoughts in my mind about changing the course that I'm on. The Bible said that the steps of a righteous man is ordered by the Lord. I want to thank you for joining us this this first day of November. Wow, we're coming to the close of a decade. We're coming to the end of an, another year. The Lord say the same. And you're listening to Sunday Morning Live, uh, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. And you are Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. Sunday worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. And we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way, the best way, the best way to face opposition is obedience to the word of God. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know he's all right. Yes, he is. And I, I, I want you to tell somebody else today that God is all right. Let somebody else know that God is great. He is so good. I'm telling you, I am enjoying the Lord. He is a savior. He saved my soul. You know, he, he saved me. He did such an a, a awesome job. He only can do what's awesome. And you know that my mother looked one day and she I believe that she made a statement within herself that there must be a God and she got saved. Went down in Jesus name for the remission of her sins. Terry for the Holy Ghost. One, the last time that I saw her, she had the Shekinah glory was up on her. I was admiring what God was doing for her and she was gone the next day. But I rejoiced in the fact that she was saved and she was sanctified and she was enjoying her life. The people that I met along the way was testifying and saying how she was testifying and letting them know that she was walking with Jesus. She was at the store and they asked her how she was doing. She said, I'm shopping with the Lord. And so, you know, uh, we all can have that same testimony today. And, you know, we have to uh, place ourselves in the same position and that is to be committed unto the Lord. He's all right. And you ought to tell somebody he's all right. Uh, friends, listen, if you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand. Uh, this will uh, access the message archive. Uh, there is a, a video on our website. Uh, that's ConnectingTruth.org. There's a video there that speak louder than words. And uh, you should watch that video. You should have someone else to watch the video as well. You know, uh, 
I'm telling you, my heart is full. There's a lot that I want to say that I may not be able to say, but certainly I'm praising God this morning. I'm rejoicing and thanking him for saving my soul. And I'm not, and I'm, what I'm saying in that is because the enemy attacked me last night. And here I am today. And, you know, and before it occurred, I, the spirit of the Lord had warned me. And, you know, the Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And so uh, the righteous can run into it and be safe. And I began to call on the name of Jesus and as, as strongly and as I could and, and felt the release. The enemy had to let go. And so I thank God for today, you know, and, and for saving and allowing me. See, there's a purpose in me being saved, and that is so I could stand today and to tell of God's goodness that someone else can hear. The Bible said faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. We need to uh, hear the testimony of how God is able to deliver. Listen, let me tell you, if you find yourself in a situation and you can't move your mouth, think Jesus. If you think, because uh, the Lord knows our heart. If you think in Jesus, it's the same as if you lifting your voice up like a trumpet and yelling him out. And so, the enemy had to loose and let go. And here I am today to declare the word of God, which is what I love to do. Uh, I tell you, I love programming. Uh, I love maintaining a database. And, you know, that is my vocation, uh, you know. But uh, at the same time, I love preaching the word of God and, and, and enjoying family and friends. And so uh, I'm here another day. And I thank God for that. Don't plan to go nowhere soon. I'm looking forward to the, the coming of the Lord. Now, if the Lord tarry, if he has the same plans for me, then it will be so. But if not, uh, one thing for sure is that those that are asleep, if I should fall asleep, those that are asleep will rise first. And then those which are alive will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. Listen, time is marching on. Time is marching on and it is moving you and I is moving you, it's moving me along with it. Uh, there are numerous blessings in this life. There's numerous blessings to, for us to enjoy while we're on this pilgrimage. I want you to understand that there are a number of blessings that God has for us while we're on this pilgrimage. But none of those blessings supersede, none of them replace the expectations of what is to come. You should never allow uh, the things that you have here. Now, remember, uh, no matter what you, what, how great you think it is, no matter how much money you pay for it, it is temporary. It eventually is going to uh, lose its value. You know, some things go up in value, but the point is, is that it's temporary. And none of the things that we have here, we are able to take with us. Uh, you know, and it's not going to, whatever you buy is, is not going to, uh, uh, to be buried with you. You know, I, I used to hear the, uh, the, the saints of old, but not just the saints, but people in general talking about the, the foolishness, you know, people being buried in their car and people being buried, hiding money and all kinds of stuff. None of that goes into glory with you. And, and one of the things that I believe in, and that is dispelling some of the foolishness that we walk around, that people have been told. Uh, the foolishness that people are embracing and holding on to and, and as if it's gospel. 
and it's not gospel. You want to know what the word of God, you have to open the book up. Now, I do know that God uh, worked with people that could not and did not have a, a better education than what we have today. And I thank God because those were people that was praying and they saw miracles. They saw miracles because they were in tune with the spirit of God. We cannot allow our intellect to overrule the spirit of the Lord because God will give us insight and show us things that you cannot get from an education. And education is needed. Yes, it is. Uh, but you cannot. There are some things that will come by way of revelation. There are some things and all revelations line up with the word of God. There's not a revelation. There's not a rhema word that will ever be that someone will ever present if they do. And it does not match to the word of God. Get away from them. Do not receive that run because heaven and earth will pass away. But his word is going to stand. And if an angel see angels, mm, uh, if an angel come from heaven with another doctrine, let it be a curse. So see, there are spirits that are will present themselves and claim that they have the truth. There are spirits that will transform into an angel of light and, and fool people along the way. And you got to be careful about that. We're going to talk more a little bit about that, uh, about the word of God. But I just wanted to encourage you and say, you know, uh, uh, before we go into the word of God, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm excited and I'm trying to slow myself down here uh, in the process. But uh, but we're going to go into the word of God this morning. And I, I'm telling you, I pray that something that the word of God have its way and that you are blessed, you know, and uh, uh, while we're turning uh, to the book of Genesis, the book of Matthews, uh, the 24th chapter. Amen. Let's listen to what this song has to say.
focus on Jesus. That's where our focus needs to be at. Keep it on the Lord. Don't put it no place else, but keep it on Jesus. Amen. There's a crown of life waiting. And that's not all that's waiting on the saints of God. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Get in the word of God. Man. Woo! My God, bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I, I, Daniel, I believe that Daniel, uh, his focus was, was on the Lord, his focus. And listen, listen, listen. Let me slow down here a little bit. You know, I believe it's an insult to God when we place our focus, when we place the emphasis and interest on materialism instead of the relationship with God. The focus should be on the relationship with God. You know, Daniel, Daniel was in captivity. Daniel was in a situation that he could not get himself out of. And I, I, Daniel prayed for wisdom. He acknowledged the Lord and uh, and. Uh, there was things that was hidden from the wise men of the, you know, the Chaldeans, the astrologers and different things, uh, uh, those that was under the king's leadership and that the king depended on. And Daniel, when when uh, they could not interpret the king's dream and the king said, look, I'm not telling you, I'm not a fool. I'm not going to tell you what the dream is. And then you manipulate it and come back and give me some answer. No, this is this is serious business here. I need to know. And if you can't tell me then I'm just going to off all of you, you know, all of y'all going to get the ax. Daniel said, uh, wait a minute, King, let give me a couple of days. And he went to those other prayer warriors, his other, his, the other brethren, and they went before the Lord. And the Lord revealed the information to him. And he told it to the king and God elevated him. Joseph Joseph was in prison and his gift, his gift made room for him. Mm -hmm. His gift. Well, first of all, he was in prison uh, because it was God's plan to move, to shift. And, and we're going there to shift the children of Israel from where they were into another place. It's God's plan. There are so many things. There are things that we go through in life, you know, that they refer to as life situations. But as we see in the 15th chapter of Genesis, uh, that um, that there was a shift. God had a plan and his plan was in motion. And so there are many things that you go through. There are some painful things that you're going to deal with uh, that you may have already dealt with. But God knows how to use the situation to put you into the position in which he has for you. Now, Joseph Gipp, remember, Joseph was a dreamer. You know, so all you dreamers out there, uh, those of you like me that, that have dreams and we see things that uh, before they happen or we see things are, uh, you know, that uh, and God gives us in, in instructions and interpretation through dreams. Um, you know, Joseph was like that and he saw uh, the, the plague that was going to hit the land and uh, they understood. Joseph understood his relationship with God. And that was important. And as a result of both these men that I mentioned, Daniel, this young man, Daniel, young teen in captivity, and Joseph as well, they received the things that people are scrambling and fighting and, and, and lying and, and cheating and, and, and disrespecting God over. God just gave that stuff to them because of the relationship. 
the relationship, the wisdom. The Bible said, if any man lack wisdom, he should do what? Ask God, ask God. I was in a situation where I was trying to figure something out and I couldn't, I couldn't see it. I, I prayed about it and I, I left and, and, you know, it, 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 and then it opened up and it was just as clear as day. And it has not been a problem since then. You know, we need to acknowledge God. We need to acknowledge God and seek him over things. If we do things the right way, listen to what I'm saying. If we do things the right way, the right way. Proverbs 18, 15, and 16 says, the heart of the prudent, a sensible, a reasonable person, the heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. That's the word of God. That's what God says. Now, it doesn't say, let me, too many times we Chase after those things instead of chasing after God. Go to school, get your education. I, I pray that you're doing your homework during this time of shut-in, uh, you know, that, that restrictions have been placed upon people. is a great opportunity for you to take online classes to, to, to study and, and sharpen your skill set. And I hope that you're doing that. I hope that you're doing it because that's knowledge. And then God knows how to use that knowledge. You've given God something to work with. And, and so you show yourself, you study to show yourself approved. And so a man's gift will make room for him. God's word said that. So you Bible believing uh, men out there know what the word of God says. Listen, uh, gifts are supernatural. It is the gift of wisdom, it's the gift of knowledge, the supernatural, a gift of faith, the supernatural. There are some people that have faith and there are some people that have the gift of faith. And so there's a difference in having faith. And then there is the gift of faith, uh, the gift of healings, the gifts of miracles. All of these are supernatural. The gift of prophecy and distinguishing between spirits, uh, the gift of tongues. Uh, there was a sister that was on the church steps, uh, Sister Velma, some years ago. And uh, there was a man that came up and he did not speak English and he was uh, trying to communicate because he was in some trouble. He was lost and was needed some help. And the spirit of the Lord moved up on her and that man understood everything that she was saying. And uh, then someone walked up that did speak uh, the language and, and, uh, and, and confirmed, confirmed. These are gifts. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, a pastor, uh, Jack Trollian, I believe it was Jack Trollian that walked into the church and someone was on the altar praying and he heard them and he could understand the language and how they were praising God. Um, he's, uh, he's from Armenia. And I'm telling you, God knows what to do. He un God understands these gifts are supernatural and they work uh, according to the will of God. We just have to make ourselves available. We have to make ourselves, these gifts are exercised in the church, and most importantly, they're exercised outside the church. Signs and wonders are for unbelievers. And so uh, these supernatural gifts, the existence beyond the visible uh, ops, uh, that is observable by the universe outside what is usual or normal, uh, it, it transcends sends the law of nature. It is the attribute of a good relationship with God. 
a good relationship. We're going to go into the word of God now. And I, I'm telling you, I believe that I said enough. I, I'm just excited. I'm so happy right now. And, and so we're talking about being rapture ready. And, you know, we're talking about being rapture ready. We're going to talk about the elect, the elect. And so in Genesis, the 15th chapter and uh, beginning at the 12th verse, and then we're going to jump down to Matthew's the 24th chapter somewhere along the way. But I, I'm telling you, I, I feel stumping in my feet. I feel clapping in my hands right now. I, I'm just thrilled about God, uh, you know. And so the Bible tells us this. It says in Genesis, it says, and, and when before we go there, I just want to thank God for each of you that, that are listening. And I thank God for those that will listen, that will hear later on, uh, because there are people on other continents that are listening to the broadcast. There are people in Canada, there are people in Europe and Asia, United Kingdom. People are listening and thank God for that. It's not that I'm great because I'm not. It's the word of God and God is great. It's all about him. And that's what we want to do. Keep the focus on Jesus. Keep it about him, not about me, not about you, you know, but it is about all of us because he died. God so loved the world that he died for all of us, you know, but uh, that focus, that focus is about him being our Lord and Savior and what he did for me. He can do it for you. Genesis, the 15th chapter, beginning at the 12th verse, it says, and when the sun was going down, a sleep fell upon Abram and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. Even so come Lord Jesus. And he said unto Abram, know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall uh, afflict them 400 years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. And afterwards shall they come out with great substance. The day came when the Lord spoke to his servant uh, Moses, this is Exodus 9 and 1, and said, go in unto Pharaoh. Now, if you've been following along with us on Tuesday Bible class, uh, you know that, that Pharaoh's, uh, Pharaoh means house of God. And, and he told him, said, go to him and say and, and tell him, thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. Let my people go that they may serve me. Can you hear the spirit of the Lord even this morning saying, let my people go? As he did in that day and time, God is concerned about his people. The message to Abram, his seed would endure 400 years and be set free, during which time the Israelites learned quite a bit. They multiplied during that time. They suffered abuse. They cried unto God and God heard them and he brought them out with a great deliverance. If uh, Egypt is a type of the world and all of their alliances. Now, we've been talking about this on Tuesdays uh, about Egypt, you know, because when we get into the book of Ezekiel, and I, I'm telling you, 
uh, Ezekiel is traveling. He's traveling through time, and, and there, and he's uh, the children of Israel uh, messed up and got themselves into a situation, and they have to suffer the consequences of their behavior. Yeah, whatever we do, uh, we're going to receive uh, uh, a reward for our behavior, whether it's good or bad. And so, therefore, it, for all of us, we need to make sure it check ourselves. You know, uh, we need to check ourselves so we don't wreck ourselves. And so uh, they were in captivity because of their behavior, but they made an alliance with, uh, with Egypt and God had told them not to do that. Now, there were some instructions, very specific, very clear that God had told his people. And so uh, Egypt themselves had alliances with others. And as we travel through the book of Ezekiel, you, uh, there, those alliances are being called out because God uh, had shifted. He shifted his uh, the focus of uh, Ezekiel's ministry and get in telling the children of Israel to repent and, and expose the sin that it shifts now upon their enemy. And one of those uh, that has received a lot of attention from God is Egypt and their alliances. Uh, the, the northern part of them, the south part of them, those that was on the border of Egypt, all of those because they were contributors to the affliction of God's people. Now, at the appointed time, God's word began to unravel, uh, is unraveling the plan of the enemy. And let me tell you, God will always send a word that will unravel the enemy's plan. That's why you have to be, I have to be, we all must be in good relationship with God. So that when he sends his word, we don't miss it. You don't wanna miss out on what God is saying. God has never left us without a word of deliverance. The Bible tells us that with every temptation, there is a way of escape. And so God sends his word. And we have to obey the word. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, I crucify my this flesh. I bring this body into subjection. We have to crucify the flesh. We have to bring the body into subjection. And it's a fight because the flesh wars against the soul. And so we have to bring it into subjection. The word of God un, uh, began unraveling the plan of the enemy and revealing his plan. And the elect of God, his saints, were loosed from the bondage and the restriction of Egypt. The day is coming when the saints of God, his elect, will be loosed from bondage and the restriction of this present world. Let me say that again. The day is quickly approaching when the saints of God, his elect, will be loosed from bondage and the restriction of this world. When Peter and John were loosed from jail, and remember they had healed the man, the Bible said the man was over 40 years old. You'll find that somewhere in Acts about the third chapter, uh, you know, but uh, uh, that they had healed the man and uh, Luke uh, pointed out that this man was over 40 years old. So make no mistake about it. It wasn't a, a child injury. It wasn't something, but this man had grown and grew with this injury uh, to the point where he was at an age where healing just doesn't occur that quick. Uh, but uh, they told the man that, that in the name of Jesus, 
And what I don't have silver and gold, but what I do have, I'm giving that to you. And that is as a result of the power of God that he has given unto me. And so uh, they were arrested after they had been uh, 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 asked questions about in whose name did you do this? And, and, you know, and after being criticized and ostracized and they were put in jail and the angel of the Lord opened the door up. And told them to go into the temple. We're in the temple this morning and, and talk about this life. There's no uh, the best conversation that you can have is talking about this life because so many people don't know about this life. And, and when I say people, I'm talking about people that were in church. I don't care if you say Baptist, raised Baptist, bread, Baptist, fed, all of that kind of stuff that, that people that came, I'm apostolic, I'm Pentecostal, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, I'm from the Vatican, I'm this and that. Listen to what the word of God is saying. It is about this life and this life, this life, this life. Well, I'm non-denominational. Listen, get rid of that mess. And listen to what the word of God is saying, because see, in the end, at the uh, when it comes down to it, because the Lord said, talk about this life. He's not going to separate Baptist, Pentecostal, apostolic, non-denomination and all of those different organization names. It is all about the name of Jesus. It's about this life and this life. Can, the life that he was telling Peter and John to let the people know about was about him, a lifestyle that God wanted them, John and Peter and John to expose and not only expose this lifestyle, but let me tell you, we are, you and I are supposed to tap into that lifestyle right now. Mm -hmm. The children of Israel did not have to wait for the promised land to see the power of God. Neither do we. Thank you, Lord. We do not have to wait until we enter, until we step out of time into eternity to experience the power of God. No, the Lord wants us to experience his power right now. So that means we have to shed off some things. We have to loose some things and beliefs that we have held on to in order to get to the core. Yeah, you got to get to the core of it to find out what it is. When you pray, you need to pray, Lord, let me know about this life. Lord, help me understand this life, Lord. You know, I, I, I need to understand because this life at the core of it, at the core of it, rests the 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 uh, uh, the plan of God. When we get to the core of it, we can see the plan of God and how God will use us. Hmm. You know, I was talking with someone yesterday, and, and we were laughing about some of the the different cliches that that uh, that people running around using, and those cliches have become so common that they think that they are scripture, and they're not. But listen, listen, I'm gonna go on here. As we come close to the to the to this the, the end of this decade, God is speaking to those that are listening, those who are called by his name, the saints of God, the elect of God. Aren't you glad you've been called by God? Now let me tell you, uh, you have been called by God, but uh, everyone called has not been chosen. 
Let that marinate for a moment. Being called by God does not mean that you've been chosen by God. Well, how do you say that, preacher? The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Some got the call, and they looked at the ID, and they hit ignore. Some got the call, and they transferred it over to voicemail and said, I'll give them a call back later, but later has never come. I'll call him tomorrow, but tomorrow has never come. It has been days, it has been months, it has been weeks, and some of them uh, put it on pause and just never answered, and the time has come and gone now. Mm -hmm. So the Bible said, the day that you hear my voice, somebody knows know the, know the scripture, somebody know what I'm talking about, the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Because see, when we harden our hearts, thank you, Jesus, our heart becomes callous. And the more callous it becomes, it becomes tougher to get through. Yeah, I know he's God, but the Bible said my spirit shall not always strive with man because he's flesh. And so uh, we have to crew. That's why we, we, uh, you and I, that's why we, uh-huh, you, uh-huh, put your name there. I'm drawing a line. Put your name there. That's why we have to crucify the flesh. We have to bring it into subjection because it is our responsibility. It's our responsibility to heed the call so that we can be chosen. Ah, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says that there were some women. These women was waiting for the bridegroom to come. And uh, the, the call came and as they woke up, uh-huh, they had been resting. And, and as they woke up, a few of them realized, and some of you know what I'm talking about, a few of them realized that they did not have enough oil. And they asked someone, they asked the others, uh, share with us your oil. And they said, wait a minute, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on just a moment here. Uh, uh, you knew that you was going to trim your lamp and you knew you was going to need more than what you had. Why were you lazy about it? Why were you putting it off? And so and told them that the, the wise ones who had trimmed their lamps that had enough oil said, look, you got to go buy your own. You're going to have to go make up for what you did not bring with you. Listen, you need to bring it. You need to bring it with you. You need to bring a praise. You need to bring a heart of humility. You need to bring repentance. You need to bring it and you need to lay it on the altar. You need to trim your lamp, not trim your skirt, not trim your pants. You need to trim the lamp so that God can see it burning bright. They went and while they were gone, those that were wise were called in and they went in to meet the bridegroom. Uh, what a day is going to be when the Lord comes and those that sit around that think they're all right. I, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I don't need to press. I'm good. I don't need. I'm good. Let me tell you, there's a danger about being good. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a danger about being comfortable. Don't get comfortable with the Lord. The Bible says the disciples came to him privately and they asked him, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming? and the end of the world. This question has been asked by scientists. This question uh, has been asked by scholars, politicians, 
Those sitting around playing slamming bones and uh, playing cards. Some uh, talked about it while it was getting getting lit. Uh, some was in lifting weights and having a general conversation or even just laying in bed. When will uh, thy coming? When the Lord going to come? When is going to be the end of the world? The Lord told them, and, and let me let me clarify something here. We watch movies and the movies say, you know, man is going to hit the button and it's going to be a World War Three and and a nuclear uh, uh, catastrophe is going to destroy the world. That's not what the Bible says. Ah, now that might we might have the ability we might have. But the word of God, the word of God does not solidify that the word of God tell us that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. The word of God says that this earth is going to be purified. And he tells us how Now we'll get into the tribulation period. But listen, the most important thing is to be rapture ready and not be found here during the tribulation. And so uh, that this conversation of, uh, of when shall be the what is the signs of thy coming and the end of the world? When Jesus said, when you see people claiming to be the Christ, when you see deceivers, wars, rumors of wars, Jesus said, pay attention, but don't let that get you bent out of shape. The end is not yet. Russia. Now, these names, this was not mentioned in the Bible. I'm, I'm adding this here uh, because he said there would be nations uh, rising against nation. And so we know the U.S. is a nation of uh, Russia, China, Europe. You know, there is one hundred ninety five members of the United Nations. Uh, they're going to take sides and they're going to be a disagreement. And there's going to be a problem and, and there's going to be war. Huh. He told him, he said, famines, pestilence, earthquakes are only the beginning. Persecution, betrayal on different levels, hatred, sin on the rise. And because of sin, the love of many is waxing cold. That's why we have so much. Uh, that's why there has been throughout history the civil wars and race wars and even uh, what we're dealing with today uh, globally, not just the pandemic, but what about the civil unrest? What about the hatred by those that say, I believe in God, those that say I'm a Christian, uh, those that claim to, uh, to love the Lord, but they don't love you. How can you love uh, God and you don't love the person that's next to you? The Bible said it's impossible. It's impossible. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he, those were, it's impossible. It's, you don't love God and you don't love the person next to you. Jesus said, if you hang in there, you got to hang in there. Despite of whatever's going on, you got to hang in there. Don't give in to the enemy's shenanigans so you'll be saved. Don't give in to the enemy. The enemy is anybody that would urge you and, and try to coerce you against God. The enemy is anyone that will try to persuade you to do something that you know is against the will of God. If you have, ask God's forgiveness. If you've done it, ask God to forgive you because he will. This is the day uh, that the Lord has made. We can rejoice in it because it's an opportunity to get it right. It's an opportunity. The, the, the court of the, the out of court 
where the Gentiles are, have access. Listen, it's still here today, but the day will come that is done away with. The Bible tells us in Matthew about the 24th chapter and the 22nd verse. It is said, except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, uh, that's why I'm talking about the elect, because God said for the elect's sake, uh, they, uh, those days shall be shortened. Just like the day when the 70 souls entered into Egypt, God never stopped watching them. God never stopped listening to them and working miracles on their behalf. Uh, when the fullness of time was come, about 400 years later, uh, when it was accomplished, God sent his word and said, let my people go. The day is coming uh, that God has on his, uh, and, and I'm, I'm just, uh, play with me in my, uh, bear with me in my folly, but uh, God has on his spiritual calendar, on his spiritual time set. Uh, the day is coming that he has marked that nobody else know about, uh, that he's going to say, let my people go. And he may not, uh, the Bible said that the trump of God shall sound. And so uh, when that trump sounds, you want to hear the hear what God is saying. You've got to be in tune with God. you got to be uh, an elect of God. Uh, Galatians 4 says, even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Uh, listen, uh, God's not using a Rolex, and he's not using a Timex, but he's watching time, and he's watching his elect. And so he said, except those days be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, for your sake, for my sake, for the sake of those that he may call tomorrow, those that he's calling right now, uh, except the day be shortened, no flesh will be saved. The elect is someone that has been chosen by God to hold an office of God, a particular position assigned to them by God. God has called you to, to hold a particular place an office that only you can feel. Uh, there are offices and there are uh, places that only you can feel. I can't feel it for you. Your mother can't feel it for you. Your grandmother, grandfather, or whomever come to mind, they can't feel it for you. It's only a place where your name can feel. And uh, in order to feel that place, your name must be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So when he looked and she, uh, there you are. Uh, and you feel your spot. Uh, God has prepared for the elect much more than a pair of wings. Uh, you know, we look at we look at uh, here we go. Uh, the 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 European culture and artists of what they've painted. Uh, and they've painted people with wings. Uh, they've painted uh, babies with wings. And, uh, but listen, the Bible does not tell us that. It's unbiblical. It's delusional. Uh, these paintings, some of them, uh, you know, I, I don't know, maybe they were eating or had ate some magic mushrooms and thought they were seeing things. But listen, when you get in the word of God, it tells us that the day will come that God is going to give his elect uh, a white stone with a new name in it. The day is going to come when God give his elect a crown of life. The day will come that God will give his elect a robe of righteousness. Oh my God, 
when we read through the book of Revelation, we find that everybody that John spoke with were not angelic beings, but that's a, a conversation to deal with on another day. Bless your name, Jesus. We walk in that day. We'll walk on the precious metals, the things that people have killed for, the things that people have lied for, the things that people have stole to get. We're going to be walking on it. Uh, somebody said the streets are paved with gold. There's going to be living water that's there. Uh, there's water. The water is alive. The water is rejuvenating. The water, the twelve, the leaves of the trees uh, in the garden uh, is for the healing of the nations. The origin of elements that we see here will be in abundance there. But listen, we're not living for that. We're not living because we're trying to get the things that are in glory. Mm. My God. Matter of fact, the more you, the closer you get to God, you realize those things are just that things. They're just things. They're just tools and elements that we can use while we're here. But that's not the focus. The focus is on Jesus. We have been tricked into fighting for the, for things when we should be uh, trying to get wisdom and knowledge, which shows us how to get them. We limit ourselves by following others, huh? looking for a fast track to success when everything has labor. You can't hate because someone has learned a lesson about diligence instead of being comfortable. You know, comfortable is good. There we go. You know, when someone press past being good, you can't hate on them. Listen, you can look at the athlete. An athlete is not just good. Listen, when an athlete becomes good, they no longer have a job, unlike many in society. When they become good, they get traded. When they become good, after their career comes to an end, you have to sacrifice the flesh to enter into greatness so you can move on. The rewards and glory will not come be the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. Good is not going to cut it. Uh, God is not calling us to be good. There's a lot of good people. There's a lot of righteous people. But let me tell you, righteousness don't save you. You can do things right and you're going to receive a reward for doing what's right. But righteous don't save you. Uh-huh. There are many that are righteous that won't be saved. There are many that are good. Oh, that was such a good person. But they won't be saved. Why? Because they are still tainted with sin. They never moved over into Greatness and the greatness is of God is God. The greatness to have the sins, the goodness of God leads us to repentance so that we can enter into the greatness. Now, that is the goodness of God leads us to repentance. And what God has for us is greater. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what the Lord has prepared for them that love him. So see, there's greater, there's greater, there's greater, there's greater. My God, bless you, Jesus. Matthews 24, 31, 30 says that he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn the parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves. He know the summer is nigh. So likewise ye. When you see all these things, knowing that it is near, even at the door, even at the door, it's near, it's near. Listen, you want to be ready. 
don't want to be found getting ready. And anyone that says, well, you know, uh, uh, we've heard that before, they need to understand. And you have to help people understand that this time, this time, there will not be a, another time. This time, there's not going to be another time. The children of Israel came out of, of Egypt and God blessed them, had everything prepared for them. All they had to do was be obedient. And then after that, there was generations and generations, uh, new births, grandchildren. Listen, when the rapture, and we know, we remember I gave the definition of rapture. Rapture is not in the Bible. It's a reference to being caught up uh, for Thessalonians 4 and 16, we're just talking about being caught up. When we're caught up, that's it. At the end of the tribulation, the judgment, when the books have been opened, the wars have been fought that Jesus spoke about, and, and we're not going to be here experiencing that. The saints of God, no. No, the elect of God is not going to be here doing that. Listen. There's not going to be a uh, another generation that's going to have children and we're going to keep preaching the word. New preachers are going to be. No, that, that's not what the word of God says. And so therefore that God has, even though he has shortened, he has shortened the time. He has also given grace and mercy. So he didn't come when he could have come uh, when Daniel saw him and saw that the Messiah had been cut off and he saw the tribulation period occurring. What he did not see was the dispensation of grace, which is where we are right now. When the dispensation of grace comes to an end, that's it. When the children of Israel, the remnant that God has that are going to be saved, that's it. There's not going to be a, a repeat of what's going on right now. No, no, Pastor Carl, it's not going to be preaching, preaching the word of God that has come. Uh, there's not going to be any preachers to preach the word of God, any Holy Ghost filled preachers after, listen to what I'm saying, after the end of the tribulation period. When Lucifer has been cast into the lake of fire, the Bible said that hell was created for the devil and his angels. It wasn't created for men. The devil is not sitting on the throne and, and everybody's partying like a puppet for him. No, he's going to be tormented. He's going to be in pain. Uh, matter of fact, when you read the scripture, uh, they, those demons asked Jesus, have you come to torment us before our time? Saints and friends, if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sin, commit your life to the Lord. Get baptized. Have your sins washed away. Uh-huh. So your name will be found in the Lamb's Book of Life. Dedicate your life and live sanctified. Live holy unto the Lord. Live a complete life. Surrender yourself to him. My name, bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord. Listen, I don't know what else I can tell you. I don't know what else I can tell you except be ready. There's a lot more that can be said. And there's many ways. The Bible said that, that Peter told them uh, to save yourself from this untorn generation. And with many other words, did he exhort them to do that? 
And so, uh, listen, uh, get yourself together and stay together for the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your word this morning. We just pray and ask that you are blessed. Everyone that will hear it, Lord God, to take heed to themselves and to seek your face. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to remind you that the songs featured are respectively the property and of the artists and producers. Please Google and support ministry. And listen, if you've been blessed by the word of God, share it with someone else. Uh, direct them to, uh, to, they can Google SML inside the pages and, you know, iHeart will come up. Uh, uh, Google, uh, tune in, you know, various, uh, Spotify, you know, but share the word of God with someone. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. I hope to see you soon. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed. tearing for the Holy Ghost. You can just be tearing throughout the whole service. Lord, fill me with your spirit and let God have his way. Just receive the spirit of God. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God. Matter of fact, you can know this. He's going to fill you. Mm -hmm. He's going to fill you. Bless you, Lord. Sometimes when the enemy is attacking, he's attacking because God is preparing to fulfill. He's preparing a blessing and that blessing has been prepared and the enemy tries to stop it. He tries to stop the blessing from occurring. And so Daniel, when Daniel had prayed and asked God, uh, the, the enemy tried to stop the message and then God sent another angel to, to, to bind him so that the blessing could come through. Just know that the blessing is on its way. It's already been prepared. You just have to receive that blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your Lord. 